You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. And we are live. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media Network. I'm one third of your host and resident country piece of shit, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigamore, aka Kodak Black is ugly as fuck and you niggas on the internet are not going to tell me otherwise, um, aka I can't relate to Capable for ugly rapist piece of shit. And I'm going to throw it to my friends and my co-hosts. Hello, everybody. It's Candice, a.k.a. London's mom, um, a.k.a. you can find me on Twitter at NotSoNewlyWebPC. Um, yeah, we got we got some good shit to cover, and I'm about to be a piece of shit. And I feel like the next time we do this poll, <laughs> me and Curtis is going to be battling for that 36%. So, um Let's let's get into it and let our final co-host introduce himself. Curtis Domenis, aka Trillificent on all social media. But don't be adding me and being weird, messaging me on Snapchat and shit. And, and that's really it. I don't have a lot of AKAs. Real quick announcements before everybody pulls up to the buffet of dragging. <laughs> um, hashtag as usual Ratchet Ramblings Pod, etc, etc Y'all know what that is Use that hashtag Use it on Instagram, use it on Twitter I think you can, you, you can hashtag on Facebook But I don't know if it Does it the same way But use it on Facebook too Follow us all those places And resubscribe And tell your friend to resubscribe Tell your coworker who you put on To the show to resubscribe Wherever you were subscribed before, you need to delete that feed and resubscribe. We're back on Apple Podcasts. So resubscribe and also go back and leave ratings and reviews because we lost all of the ones we had before. So if y'all can do us a favor and go leave us some new ones just so we can bolster that back up, we will appreciate you. And that's pretty much it for the announcements. And I'm going to throw it back to my uh, partner in crime and many <laughs> partner in crime and partner in racism, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so <laughs> we have like our bait, we have our big three, but um, other stuff is airing right now. Like there's marriage boot camp. There's Growing Up Hip Hop LA. Um, and so this is what I have to say. Um, <clears throat> I am so sick of Romeo Miller fine ass chasing Angela Simmons, Sid the Sloth face ass. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that girl don't want you. She don't want to be with you. She rather date hood niggas who get killed in drive-bys and shit like that. She, you ain't it. You ain't her cup of tea no more. Let her go find another nigga that's gonna <clears throat> be tragically murdered because he a wannabe drug dealer and all that kind of bullshit. Uh, 
get your dick sucked by somebody who appreciates everything you are. <laughs> you finding <laughs> a motherfucker. You do not have to keep chasing Angela Simmons looking like a motherfucking meerkat. Okay? The bitch look like Timon. All right? And I'm sick of it. Every episode is you chasing behind Angela Simmons and this bitch is being oblivious to every fucking thing. She know that you want to put that dick in her that generational wealth dick now because your daddy didn't create a general generational wealth for you and your siblings. She don't want the finer things in life and you can't force her. Okay. With them big ass gums she got with her. She, that's one retarded bitch. Curtis said she looked like a lemur. (laughs) (laughs) And you do. She looked like that lemur, that King lemur from Madagascar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to move it, move it, face it. <laughs> God damn it, this was supposed to be your drag. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Tammy Rivera, Tammy Flock of Flame, bitch, I don't know what you go by. <laughs> you is always trying to beat on that impotent ass nigga over there instead of just leaving. Every episode on Marriage Bootcamp, he talks about how violent you are. Bitch, get a grip. Like, <laughs> I don't... And, and not a grip on a cast iron skillet to beat his ass. A grip on some better habits so maybe his sperm count will go up or something. I don't know, but you just doing a lot over a nigga who, who shooters ain't shooting. Just leave, Tammy, shit. Like other niggas shooters be like bow and his be like pew. Like you just we don't care. I promise you. Life will go on if you can't get cheated on by Waka Flocka. You know? Do do you believe us when we tell you that? There is life after a nigga who dreads look like they stank cheating on you. Life after Brit Squad. Beat a nigga ass. Like, you've been listening to too much Brick Squad, Tammy. I'm telling you, you don't hit this nigga with a brick. Like, mm. Jesus Christ. So, that's all I got for those two shows. Like, they, they sometimes they give you a lot, but not enough to put them consistently on our roster of shows. No. I have. No. Correct. I just have one thing other to say. Like, every goddamn episode that I see, it is more and more evidence of motherfucking uh, Nia and Soldier Boy don't need to be together, but they ain't gonna leave each other alone because they both dumb and they own right. So you know what? <sighs> Good luck, I guess. Um, that's all I got. So we can move on. Soldier Boy looked like he smelled like earring bags. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad I, I went to Nia's page. <clears throat> I went to her Instagram and I know that she's been going through it because she don't have no pictures of just one picture that says I'm fine and I'm glad it's over. So mm. here's a mm. here's wishing Nia um, a healthy bounce back to um, a shitty relationship that she's her and Soldier Boy have been on and off again since they were teenagers. That's yeah. a long fucking time. And again, y'all don't share any kids together. Uh, condolences on the miscarriage, but y'all not sharing no kids together, baby girl. You should have been got the fuck on. Yeah, that. Let me tell you something. I need to get this off my chest. You're not gonna embarrass my daughter on 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 the 
internet and I'm not going to beat your ass. Let me say that. <laughs> I don't know where Teddy Riley is. He must be somewhere licking the paint off an auto-tune machine or something. <laughs> but the fact that Soldier Boy ain't been beat the fuck up for how he has treated Nia over the years is very wild to me. And I yeah. don't care if she chose to stay or not. Every time I see you abusing my daughter, I'm going to beat you the fuck up. Yeah. Because yeah. Soldier Boy weigh 117 pounds soaking wet and he do drugs. Shit, you he don't have stamina like that. You gave him more than I would. I was going to say the, the nigga weigh like 97 and that's all cocaine. Mm. <laughs> mm. But he, I, he, but, he, he built like that little Geico Gecko. <laughs> Soldier Gecko. <laughs> gecko boy. No, he seriously does. He do. But you you know what? I'm glad you said that, Candace, because I that I've always wondered that too. Like Taylor, like, do you just not give a fuck about your daughter? Like <laughs> Ain't Teddy on drugs too or no? Oh, I, he was I don't know. I just know he was recently uh he did a lot of producing on Trey Song's uh latest double album and it was good. So I don't know if he's you know was able to put put the booger sugar down for a little while and do some work. And but wasn't he fact, like bankrupt at some point too? Yeah. He been going yeah, so it. he you, really Teddy Riley took has been in he has been in too many fucking groups to be broke. The fuck? Know, and that's right? what I'm saying. He should have took all that anger out on Soldier Boy. So <laughs> I just <Tilly>. wonder. <laughs> I wonder what type of relationship he and Nia have that he ain't ran down on that nigga at least once. I'm telling you, because at some point he should have knew Jack swung on that nigga. At some point. L- listen, okay. Because I'll be damned. <laughs> ain't no way listen. to hear. Ain't no way to hear you looking like a fucking gremlin and you weigh 88 pounds talking about daughter all kind of guys. He there. do look like a gremlin once they turn. Once they get wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he been do. acting like one too. Remember in the Gremlin movies, they be wild, rambunctious when they yeah. get wet and shit, <laughs> like they on speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, anyways, best of luck to you, Nia. We hope you have a, a speedy bounce back. Um, depression is real, especially when you have been in and out of a shitty relationship. So here's hoping you know, the best for you because you do have a kid already. So good luck, girl. Amen. Um yes. <clears throat> Love and Hip Hop New York. Correct. Bum, bum, bum. So first of all, before I let my illustrious friends go, i just like to say, yeah, and the stupid and ugly as hell. True. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's mm. very true. So Yandy finally consulted a lawyer after kidnapping that girl. <laughs> <laughs> after Let's endangering a, a, a minor. <laughs> Let's call a thing a thing because that's what it is. Okay, Yandy the robber. Um, <laughs> and then she talking about she was meeting up with her mother-in-law and I'm like, but you're not married, so... The, mm. Uh, Miss Judy come back looking like an assistant principal and shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Yandy is a dumb bitch, right? Don't get me wrong. But in this in this instance where she was talking to Judy, she a better bitch than me because I would have I would have threw a drink in Judy face because that ain't really your mother in law, <laughs> bitch. That, that's your baby father mother, <laughs> <laughs> aka just a bitch that can get it. 
<laughs> yeah, just a bitch that could get clapped up in the restaurant. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. I can tell by looking at that little that I'm I'm gonna first not a little girl, but that young woman that she's really a threat to nobody. Through all she's been through, she's maintaining good grades and every goddamn thing else after bossing, bouncing from foster home to foster homes and being put on blast on national TV and her mama sitting up there lying. Judy, bitch, don't nobody <laughs> want to bother them little uh, dumbass kids her and Mendeecee's got together. Those my grandkids. Okay, bitch, well, come take care of them. You come right. get them out my house if you so concerned. First like, of all, the fact that she was like, those my grandkids, as if that's supposed to be a trump card over... Yandy was like, they're my kids. What are you saying? Yeah, Yandy, I told more... Yandy better than me because I would have threw water in Judy's face. Bitch, I would have wet that 27-piece quick weave up real fast. <laughs> Furthermore, all the goddamn hell and chaos that Judy has caused in the, in the treat, in the in the shitty pyramid of baby mama drama with Mortal Kombat. I'm like, Judy, you doing a lot of fucking performing right now. A whole lot of motherfucking performing. That shit was my grandkids, bitch. Fuck you. You and you could tell by the conversation she hadn't seen him. Mm-hmm. How's my girl? Cut, how's cut. how's Amir? How's whatever that little girl name is? You ain't even seen your motherfucking grandkids doing all that grandstanding, bitch. Sit down. For somebody saw, with your was, cheating ass, oh married ass was, cheating bitch. We we here for because I was finna say, wasn't <laughs> it, it? It was either last season or the season before. Like you had to, you had to spill the bees on that. Like you chasing out the dick that ain't your husband. You like, girl, if you don't get the fuck that terrible ass goddamn blouse up there, <laughs> up there looking like Mother Dearest Judy, girl, fuck you. But can we talk about the mama, the biological mama? Mm. She met up with uh with Yandy mm. sitting there uh, and just I don't know. She's like, I have six kids. Like all of that was very well rehearsed. Yeah. She was very even toned and I yeah. think you'd be a great uh foster mother to my daughter because you know she's just a runaway bitch. And it's like, wait a minute, something ain't <laughs> right. Some in the milk ain't clean. Because I'm like, if she a runaway, then why you don't want her back? Like something 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 wasn't right. Correct. But but what do I know? I mean, we can call the thing a thing. She was she couldn't say that she was an ain't shit mama on national TV. She didn't have to. Everybody with common sense no. Listen, even when you an ain't shit mama, the court is very reluctant to take a child away from his mother. Listen, let me tell you, I've seen this up close and personal very recently with my cousin getting emergency custody of his kids. It literally took the mom violating a court-ordered drug test. She refused to take the drug test. And that was the final straw when the judge was like, all right, crackhead, give me them kids. So, <laughs> so where them kids at? <laughs> so it took like my cousin having to file for emergency custody several times before a judge was like, okay, come like, okay, enough is enough. So, yeah, you're not going to convince me that Infinity's mother 
uh, was an upstanding mother whose daughter was taken away from her because people lied to CPS. That's just not how it worked. You know, they had to do an investigation and everything else before they removed that girl from the home and put her in foster home, in foster care. Mm-hmm. So. And that begs the question, what about the rest of the kids? Because she never mentioned having custody of no other kids. And I mean, I guess she didn't necessarily need to because it may not have been relevant, but I don't know. She just was a little bit too. I don't know. I'm like, was she on drugs? Like, was she on some, <laughs> kind of like, some kind of like quaaludes or something? Like, she just was not responsive to me. It's like she was dead on the inside. Yeah. Because, like, at the very least, you could put on a good performance. You're getting a check, I hope. <laughs> Something. Because right? that mama said, right? I was like, I was talking to me and Mike were watching it this morning, and we both said the same thing. Like, in the history of black mamas, you ain't going to never get no black mama to get on TV and admit that she an ain't shit mama. And then the little girl spilled the beans to Yandy. Like, how, uh, first of all, mm, that whole scene was a lot. That whole scene was a lot. And Yandy, again, you was just one goofy Yoshi looking ass bitch because <laughs> how do you fix your mouth to tell that girl about her experiences with her mother? How dare you? And see, that's my problem with black parents in general. They love to discount the experience their children have for the sake of saving face. That girl is 16 years old and in foster care. She is not in no fucking foster care because her parent, her mother was a top of the line mama. Right. Don't play her in her fucking face. Because her mama just got tired of chasing after her when she would run away. What mama does that? Right. Like you you keep playing in our fucking face. And I'm just sitting here like your mama is the reason you getting good grades in school. That little girl checked Andy real fast. She said, listen, Ooh, she I sure come did. home and I do my schoolwork despite everything going on around me. I come home and my mother is drunk, high, and laid up with a man. Who helping me do what? Mm. Her mama looked like a recovering drug addict or a current user. I'm going to be honest with you. She got the look. She looked like she looked like if Soldier Boy was a woman and was bloated. Oh my God, Too she do though. No, she do, but uh, not even like looks as, like her being physically ugly. It's just the fact that just her whole disposition and shit was yeah. that of somebody who had a guilty conscience, but she was not going to admit it on them cameras. Yeah, not only that, but she clearly got that dress out of the being at like a Goodwill, and I don't think she had no bra on either. Like. She definitely looked like somebody who uses drugs because I listen, women crackheads never have on a bra. <laughs> and I was like, why is it so much? T-? I mean, I was like, okay, she got big boobs. I was like, but why do they look like water balloons in this dress? Swing low, swing chair. And they did. Yeah. But yeah. Suffice it to say, Yandy is a dummy and she can go to hell. Um, Correct. But don't take that girl with you because she don't deserve it. Right. Right. Uh, so then we move over to Gooch Button. Hey, <laughs> let me tell you something. 
look, I can tell that Joe Budden is being, uh, he has proper representation at this point in his career because this is not the Joe Budden we saw all those years ago. Nope. On New York initially. Like the way that he is presenting himself, and I'm not saying it's fake or not or anything like that. I'm just saying who we're seeing this season has matured a lot. Like a whole fucking lot. And I got a problem with him coming across as a less shittier person than normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely uh am conflicted about that. <sighs> Beyond just the lust. Like it's like, so you really don't hear not being a piece of shit. And I don't know how to feel. Because I'm used to you being a piece of shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, this was so, a heavy episode. Yeah. It but it was. was a good episode. It Let was. Me say that. It, it was wasn't a episode. lot of. It wasn't a lot of drama, but it was a good episode because we opened with Joe talking to the lady who um, used to do celebrity rehab with Doctor Drew. Uh, Doctor. I don't know if you. Yeah, Doctor Jen. Uh, Jeremy, is you deep throwing your microphone? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta move back a little bit. <laughs> there you go, friend. I was like, whoa, we in we in bikini bottom. <laughs> Vice president deep throat. <laughs> Vice president under the sea. God damn. <laughs> but no, and so Joe, Joe is talking to Dr. Jen. And he's basically talking to her because he feel he's afraid to lose sin um, and end up having the same relationship that he had with his son, which is being estranged for him for a very long time. And he mm -hmm. doesn't want that. And he wants to figure out how things can, what work he can do to uh, get back on the good foot. So... Uh, that was good, and then they brought Sin in, and Joe left out to allow her some privacy with Dr. Jen, and she talks about being molested when she was five, and that's why she is so reluctant to hire a nanny and or a caregiver for Lex, and it made a lot of sense, and so I'll say, Sin, that uh, I, and, um, I understand how you're feeling, and uh, we are wishing you the best and getting the therapy and the treatment you need to help you um, get beyond that so that eventually you and Joe can do what you need to do to have some help with the baby and things of that nature. Uh, but that was a lot. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Don't have anything to add. And then... Um, so I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, Rich Dollars first because I want to go out with a bang so we can leave City Star for last. <laughs> so first of all, Rich Dollars is not looking that bad this season. Not to say that he looks good, but he don't look as bad as he usually does. I'm like, Is he like taking care of himself and drinking water and stuff? I mean... He had to get that health together with them diabetes. So, I mean, you know. I guess so. I guess so. Because I'm like, I mean, Grant, he still looked the same age as his mama, but <laughs> he looks healthier. 
so, so anyway, <laughs> y'all, because y'all know I'm a diabetic. So when it goes undiagnosed for a long time, you start to look bad until it's diagnosed. So he looked mm. like he'd been taking care of himself. He's mm-hmm. still wearing a lot of foundation, and you yeah, not gonna still tell got me all no that different. Beauty on. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Getting them eyebrows arched up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybelline <that> queen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, breezy, beautiful, rich dollars. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Not with beautiful. <laughs> I was expecting you to say easy, breezy, insulin dollars. But <laughs> but let me not put any shitness in your mouth because you are more than capable. <laughs> so uh, speaking of speaking of being capable so bridge uh baby mama shot her husband or boyfriend or whatever uh she ready i guess but so she she shot him and now she's trying to shield her 19 year old daughter from the whole thing as if the girl didn't have to drive the nigga to the hospital and as if she can't get sent to prison and gonna leave her daughter alone, like she actually says, like, oh well, you know, I don't want to talk about it in front of her. And Rich is like, bitch, she nineteen. What are you saying? Rich making sense is also something that I'm, 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 I'm not used to. I'm telling you, it's because he his shit is diagnosed and he healthy. He can think straight, <laughs> at least for a few episodes. You know what I'm saying? Tell him, London. Indeed, <laughs> he's not like making bad decisions with a woman right now. No. He's trying to be present for his daughter, <laughs> even though his mama having to tell him take well, you your ass down there. Like, like, what is you waiting for? Like, I know, right? I can't stand no pray it away ass bitch. <laughs> that's Listen. the one thing that really annoyed me we could just with, pray with the away. baby mama just yeah. keep keep faith pray for me listen but when rich <laughs> dollars when he went full soap opera and was like we've been praying and praying ain't doing nothing <laughs> i was like come on general hospital all right young and the young and the rich okay mm. He was really, he was laying into her and she was just like, I don't know. I was questioning her sobriety because she just looked confused the whole time. Like she I wasn't know. sure where she was. Yeah. At all. That's, that's fucked up. But I mean, I have to, I report facts. And she just, she looked lost. Yeah, she looked like she didn't know what the fuck Rich was talking about at all. She looked like she didn't know where she was geographically. <laughs> yeah. Am I in New York or Venezuela? She was, uh, yeah. So, shout out to Rich for basically doing what his mama told him to do. But executing, you know, the execution was good. And hopefully they do get that girl into therapy. It looks like it's going to be more drama next week, though, because in the preview, the baby mama was like, they talking about a plea deal. And she act like she didn't want to take the plea deal. She wanted to go to trial or something. And I'm like, it don't sound like you're going to win. Not right. <laughs> and Rich in the courtroom like, you got to be fucking kidding me. 
So I don't know what. <laughs> so I wonder what that was about because that make me feel like somebody lied about something he didn't know about until just that moment. Yeah. So that'll be good. Although I have to question all of that because I'm like, all these cameras y'all got, I VH1 cameras in a courtroom, that don't seem on the up and up. But we'll see what they give us because we know Mona will fabricate some shit and usually do it poorly. But mm. remember that scene she had where you ended talking on that phone and the thing was unplugged? Mm. Mm. <laughs> that shutter, <laughs> shutter stock ass scenario when she said they're talking to nobody. <laughs> So we know Mo- we we know Mona Wilson angle some shit. So yeah, mm-hmm. and forget the details because that's what they do. Mm. And speaking of forgetting the details, so Sydney Star. Oh, let, let me, me sit up. let me say this. I that is one tacky broad, <sighs> and uh, mm. I'm I'm uh, just waiting for Curse to tag me. In. <laughs> I just want to know how many struggle bars do we have to sit through? Like, this has been like three episodes oh, in a row. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I'm this close to boycotting it if Mona keeps letting this bitch rap or whatever her version of rapping is. Listen, when Jonathan in his preview, I mean, in his uh, confessional was like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> He's like, I can't do this, Sydney. Sorry. <laughs> he walked out of the confession. That shit had me hollering. And his I like face during the actual taping was funny too. He was looking like, What are the you... fuck is this? He was looking, bitch, are you well? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know where you're going? Do you know where you want? Do you know the things that life is giving you? No, she doesn't. She's proving that. <laughs> I listen, Jonathan. I I know we said this pregame, but I like this calmer Jonathan. Yeah, I like this calm Jonathan. I like this working yeah. Jonathan. He had his little makeup. Uh, I forget what it was exactly, but he's working. He's doing his thing. You know, he acting like him and Nia Lee on the same level, but that's fine. I mean, you know, for support your friend or whatever. Um, <laughs> we not are going. We're not going to be fooled by the delusions but that's fine you know if that's your friend you sometimes you overlook your friend being a loser um <laughs> but, but so i listen friends hello my loves this is niggy mort coming to you i want you to stand up with me and get in sit and start the fuck up out of here let me tell you something Listen, Sydney Star is one of those people that every they everything is their identity and they use their identity to excuse their shitty behavior because this bitch got me up here siding and agreeing with fucking Nia. Like for that for that alone you get a fuck you from me, Sydney. But secondly, Sydney, beloved, if you ever happen to listen to this, you probably won't, but you need to because you need to be around some people that'll tell you something and not not be nice. You is a tacky bitch. You a tacky bitch. You tacky bitch, bitch. I came back off mute because Mike was talking to me, but bitch, you tacky. Okay, you can't dress. You took a perfectly nice dress and you turned it into some some stripper hoe bullshit. And ain't nothing wrong with stripper hoe clothes, bitch, but you trying to be seen as more than 
a, a former a former trans a trans stripper whatever the fuck and you not trying to leave her behind bitch you like you got body bitch you got more body than a lot of uh every other everyday bitches bitch you got it learn how to dress it listen sydney bitch those core those curves ain't going no motherfucking wear no. if you dress them nicely Listen. Oh, two two dollar Tuesday looking asshole. Two dollar <laughs> slap dances ass bitch. Like, what is you doing? <laughs> the bitch look like she give out lap dances for free all of a sudden. She kept walked in there looking a fucking mess. Listen, Sydney, you have to get thicker skin, baby. Like everything is not an attack on your identity. It's an attack on you being a goddamn goofy. Your identity and you being a goofy are not synonymous. You can be trans and not be a goofy. What you are being is a goofy, and you are, and people are telling you that you are being a goofy, and you are playing a victim. Is oh, they're attacking my transness. You don't understand what it's like to be trans, girl. A lot of people don't, but we do know what it's like, what it is to not be a goofy motherfucker. And right now, you are the queen goofy bitch. Like, what are you doing? All you had to do was, we people are gonna see them curves. You could put on. Do you know how many women get harassed by weirdo, ugly niggas? on the internet for wearing a a, a, a a regular ass button down button down and they titties just pop up and, and niggas be having creep eye emojis and shit like girl people gonna see them them goddamn torpedo ass titties you got girl what you doing it's not an attack on your identity people trying to get you to not look the fuck stupid but since you want to continue to look the fuck stupid that you're gonna have to suffer Cause you can't rap, you can't dress, you can't, you don't know how to act in public. You got knee out here, uh, ready to beat your ass, and honestly, rightfully so, because you don't book at somebody. Then when they get ready to beat your ass, then you say, "Oh no, I'm just playing, boo." Nah, you want to be a big bad Pokemon, bitch? Neil was gonna beat your ass like a motherfucking Charizard that you look like, and that's just what the fuck is gonna be. The saddest part about Sydney Star is that she feels like she has already made it. And so nobody can tell her what she needs to change about herself. And it's like, it, girl, the self awareness. You are on love and hip hop. Like, made it what? Where? Well, not to be rude, but it's way prettier, way finer women who get told that they need to change their image in order to make it in the music industry. Hell, we started the whole fucking series of Love and Hip Hop Miami with a model La Negra going through it, with, with, which we'll get to that later. So it's like, why do you think somebody telling you, hey, bitch, chill out on, you know, the stripper shit. You you don't need to always present like a stripper. Like you could just wear, you know, some Fashion Nova, like Car even Cardi B wear Fashion Nova and shit. Like Cardi B be dressing down. Sometimes she give us hoe. Sometimes she give us couture. And it's like, why do you feel like you got to sit up here and have your titties out and be dressed like a fucking reject Mortal Kombat character every right. time you present in public? Like you can't. And the fact that you was hold on, hold on. And the fact that you are so married to this image that you put together when you are not popping and you cannot fucking rap. What are you holding on to, beloved? Because you suck right now. With that top up there looking like if Sindel went to a goddamn HBCU, like, girl, you need to get it the fuck together. Yeah, like you suck. So why are you holding on to this quote unquote image that you put together? It's trash. Especially and when they're you... telling you it's trash. And then you don't have talent on top of that. What are you bringing to the table besides titties? And we can get them anywhere. 
Who almost said something very rude. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with it. It wouldn't be the first time. No, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but especially since seeing you claim you want to be the next Cardi B, and and I have to again, Jonathan, with the hard hitting questions. Do you have Cardi B talent? The answer is no. So beloved, what are you doing? And we all know it, including you. You know you don't have no fucking talent. I've been working on this and don't nobody want to talk about music. They just want to talk about my image. Maybe because an image can sell even if you don't have talent. But you look like a busted lady of the night that just fell off the bus. <laughs> and, and be clear, if if you want to have this super sex-charged image, that's fine, but still... You need the talent. Dress, not the talent, but make it work. What dress you're doing sexily. now, yeah, dress, dress, dress sexy, be sexy, get somebody who can give you the super sexy that you want without looking trashy because it's possible, right? It is possible. just showing a lot of skin does not automatically make you sexy, correct? You look and the you, fuck stupid, you rap the you fuck stupid. stupid, you talk the fuck stupid, you even jump at people the fuck stupid. Like, bitch, you know you was going, you jumped up and you knew Naya would have slapped you down. She took yeah. real pity on you. Yeah, she, she was going to beat your ass. She was going to beat beat you the fuck up. And everybody watching and everybody not watching knows that she can beat your ass. Listen, Jonathan was like, no, 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 no. Sydney, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan was like, I don't, I don't have time to be calling an ambulance tonight. Like, you got to get the fuck on, girl. Right. Oh, man. But, but I think that was it with Love & Hip Hop New York. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, I think that really was it. The, oh, Papoose and that badass advice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like they need to go back to remember there was a time when you like never heard from Papoose. Like you would see him, but you never heard from him. And yep. I, I see why. And I want him and Remy to go back in the shadows of yeah. conjugal visits. Yeah. <laughs> because y'all are both idiots. <laughs> bozo. Maybe that's why your black love works so much, because y'all both <laughs> dumb. <laughs> black bozos. That's what the fuck they are. True. Mm. Because Joe and Sin sitting there basically putting it on the line about all the issues they have. And here this fool come. Well, y'all just need to get married. That'll make everything better. Like like marriage is just a magical on-off button. And it's like, just because you surrendered your nuts to Remy 200 years ago, that don't mean that everybody's marriage or everybody's relationship is ready for marriage or can handle a marriage. Because a marriage is work. Right. Just because you two motherfuckers up here onk love of the year, that don't mean that it's going to work for everybody else. It can work for y'all because y'all two dumbasses of the same part. Right. Like, listen, your vows are... <laughs> Have y'all read the vows from the Bible? They Listen, they are all right. <laughs> what you say they don't even slap <laughs> yeah they don't even slap like that like they cool they have some meaning but overall when it comes to big bigger issues in the marriage vows don't really account for a lot 
It like it's like get married and then it'll fix everything. That's not how that works. Things should be fixed. Things should be okay before marriage, not after. Right. You going in with a shaky foundation. I'm not saying this is with Joe and Sin because I feel like a lot of what they're going through has been because she has never, like most minority families, she has always shunned the idea of therapy. She has locked so much down that she doesn't know how to actually cope with things other than being explosive and over dramatic and all that other shit. And so just getting married is not going to fix that. Those issues are going to be there whether they married or not. Correct. So that was awful fucking advice, Papoose. And I wish you and Remy would just go shut the fuck up. Papoose advice is as awful as his hairline when he take his spirit off. I thought he had a strong hairline. No? Yeah, he do actually. He bought it though. Same place Safari got his. I was just about to say. So is it okay? Renum hairlines, got it. <laughs> well, well. <sighs> on to Miami. Yes. So first off, um, Amara's voice is annoying as shit, but not as her voice is nowhere near as annoying as JoJo is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. And pleasure P ugly too. He looks like he looks like a fudge round with some soot on it. And Shay's funny looking too. She yeah. She look she kinda look like Donkey Kong. I'm trying to she look like Bowser. <laughs> she looked like that she looked like that country uh squirrel from SpongeBob. What was her name? Stacy? Uh, oh uh, yeah. Sydney. What Sydney, was her name? Yeah. Sydney, no, Sandy, 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 Sandy yeah, to the yeah. squirrel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She looked like I just Sandy. that whole thing was weird. I'm gonna tell you, my biggest problem with JoJo is that bitch does exactly what our ratchet rambling merch is against. That bitch throws everything but actual hands. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> throws drinks. All... She throw empanadas, but that bitch won't actually fight when the security not there because some she know that Shea beat the uh. Beat the Brazilian butt lift out of ass. Not only that, but she know that she moving funny. Like you can't sit here and, and go on and on and on about everybody calling you messy and da 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 da. But then you turn around and you move like a messy ass bitch. Yeah. Like the shit that you're doing is literally the epitome of being messy. Yeah. I don't owe Shay nothing. I can suck whatever dick I want to suck. But why? You knew that was gonna be a messy situation. Right, and I mean, granted, you ain't nothing to look at, but even you can do better than Pleasure P. Listen, yeah, and it's it's not even like Pleasure P, fat and funny looking now, and so that's that. But even that aside, even if he was attractive, you have kicked it with Shay multiple times. Yeah, multiple right. times. You at one point considered her a friend to you. You going back and kicking it with her ex is what why you and Amara seem to have a lot in common because y'all always got your hand in somebody else's pot. Mm. That shit weird to me. I don't want to fuck with nobody my friend fuck with, even if we ain't friends no fucking more. Friends or not, if we was ever once friends, I don't want to fuck with you. Hello, London. Thank you for the spoon. Okay. <laughs> but I don't want to, I don't want your leftovers, bitch. 
<laughs> and so she knows she moving weird. Yeah. Yep. JoJo. And that bitch threw that empanada because I know Amara mom got them. Uh, she got the fat arms, so I know them empanadas was good. Listen, did you see how big them empanadas? Them empanadas are. You know they. Good. I wanted one. I, I would I was, like to. I too would have liked to have an empanada from her mother. I would. I would stand dealing with Amara's annoyingness if that means I can have access to them empanadas. Like, what's up, mama? Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was most mad at. That they were wasting the food. What really Listen, was funny to me, yeah. If I was a mother, I'd have been fighting JoJo. Like, bitch, who the fuck? I didn't invite <laughs> yeah. you to throw my... Do you know how hard my mama worked? Yeah, don't and throw my mama burn, empanadas. She just burned her fucking hand like the bitch from Soul Food, and you gonna throw her fucking <laughs> empanadas? These, these good-ass empanadas, like, girl... They homemade, authentic, flaky crust and everything. You sitting up here wasting food. Man, I'd have been mad as hell. Listen, no us. We can't stand motherfuckers that waste food. Waste food and for what? You ain't even get no good licks in because you wasn't trying to fight. Exactly. Um, exactly. And then when Pleasure P went over there to talk to Shay, I was, <sighs> I was, I was disgusted. That nigga, he <sighs> like when he got all giddy when he was like trying to put two and two together as if trying to say Shay, you know, having women fighting over him. He was like, you still love me, don't you? And it was like, well, he is, he, he disgusts me. <laughs> he really do. I ain't gonna hold you. He disgusts me. Yeah, he just, he move hella funny. He, and he definitely like one of them niggas that get off on like, oh, these two bitches fighting over me. Oh, both of them want me. Oh, I'm, the, I'm that nigga, ain't I? I feel like I don't even think it's just that. I think he really truly gets off on me in the center of attention. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why he has so much beef in Pretty Ricky because everybody else is like, okay, it's Pretty Ricky, the group, and Pleasure P is like, no, it's Pleasure P. It's Pleasure P featuring Pretty Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> and even did she and- drop a little, little, uh, that T the baby blue light? He only think about y'all niggas when he needs some money. Well, she was being purely messy and starting trouble there. But oh, yeah. I mean, she didn't. She didn't lie. She didn't lie. It was just the wrong time, the but, wrong place to say it. No. I, well, no. I I feel like you know, as long as she owns to the fact that she was being one hundred percent messy, because if there was really no point in her telling Baby Blue that at all. Because yeah. it wasn't that long ago when them two was at each other's throats, and now they BFFs. United against Pleasure P, and that shit is weird to me. Yeah, because y'all didn't have no no epic conversation and whatever y'all was trying to do to work together to make money together, which was weird when it happened. I'm like, I'm not seeing where are the breadcrumbs and the receipts for how y'all formed this this friendship. Mm-hmm. Now y'all the motherfucking Wonder Twins in this what? bitch. Because one blue trying to holler at Shay. At one point? No, remi- no, no. Remember, he never tried to holler. They, they fought last fight. season, and then they ended up apologizing to each other and being cool. And oh, they just yeah, stayed yeah, cool yeah. since then. Then yeah, she did yeah. a. Uh, then they did a business deal together with her fitness stuff and his promotion business or photography or something like that. They end up making some money together, and they've been cool since. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they've been cool since, but it's still weird for her to just be like, well, Pleasure P don't even slap like that. <laughs> it's like, okay, but 
You you having whole fits about him dating JoJo. Mm-hmm. And so on the one hand, he was trash for the way he presented it when he was in her face. But on the other hand, I mean, he wasn't grasping at straws completely because her whole mission has been, I don't know, get even with pleasure the whole time she's been on the show. Yeah. Ever since, you know, they kicked each other to the curb. Yeah. I know we're trying said, to get even. And it's like, I, enough. It's enough, bitch. Lord. Yeah. I know we just said that JoJo can do better than Pleasure. Do y'all think Shay can do better than Pleasure? Yes. She just don't want to? She has. This, I mean, she has done better than him before. She's, yeah. she, well. Um, well, she's done been. laterally as well. Yeah, I just wonder. I just, yeah, I was about to say Flavor Flav, Little Scrappy, Pleasure P. I don't know that she's. Maybe she can't. I was saying, because maybe she can't do better. That's why she's so stuck on getting even with this. She can't do better, but she has the tools to To do do better. better. That's like if she would, if she would upgrade her, her wig game. Them wigs, child. Them wigs. The crazy part is like in terms, like when you think of Shay, you like even she not super fine in the face, but she ain't the ugliest we've seen. Um, she get she get a handle on them wigs, she'd be cool. But when you look at her body and stuff, and like you know when she first came in the show, she wanted to lose weight. She ended up losing the weight and doing the fitness stuff. Like if she put her focus on the fitness stuff, because she has a really nice body. And yeah. and nothing against you know people who have surgery, but she has a nice natural body. Like she, that is her body. She's not had any work done on it. So if I don't understand not pushing that, yep. yeah, I don't get it either. Yep. Mm. But she just she held like... it on getting even with pleasure. And yeah, I and I don't get that shit. Yeah. And it's like, like Candace said, concentrate on the things that you're good at. Right. Like, you're good at the fitness thing. You're good at securing some kind of bag. You're good at securing some kind of spot on the show. You're good at looking like off-brand T-Boss. So it's like, you know, play to your strengths. <laughs> Great value, T-Boss. Yeah, she definitely looked like, uh, like a gas station T-Boss. Yeah. Which is saying a lot because T Boss is looking. T Boss definitely look like a hot dog from a gas station now. And I say that with love because I am a TLC stand, even though they scammed the fuck out of them Japanese kids for that last album. <laughs> yeah. They did. Oh, man. Scam LC. Damn. They think they're Marlo. You don't have to do them that bad. Give them their due respect. They did sell like a 10 million album. You don't have to put them on the same level as Marlo. That's just disrespectful, my lord. Marlo, my nigga, damn. Uh, that was probably me being petty because remember they said after they took that money from those folks for the album, they came out saying all lives matter shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like, uh. But you never mind. Suffer. <laughs> never mind. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's why you look like a churro now. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, you reminded me. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm about to give y'all some roses y'all don't fucking deserve. That's why I'm here, friend. That's why I'm here, friend. Scamming uh, ass Let me. <laughs> hey, let me say this. Young Hollywood is a shady bitch for inviting Amara to see him get a platinum plaque. <laughs> he is. <laughs> like at, at first, point, I I'm thought not... he was trying to keep make a peace treaty, but he specifically invited her to make sure that she knew that he is getting to the motherfucking bag, and that she kind of probably dropped the ball at some point in time. But I was like, why do? Why would she come? Like, girl, go find you something to fuck to do. Like, again, my biggest note for Amara for this episode was in mess again. Yeah. <laughs> in mess again. That's all I have for her. We have not seen anything related to her career yet. We and ain't see her in nobody's taking off. That's the right. That's we ain't see her me. in nobody's studio. We ain't see her in no motherfucking. We didn't see motherfucking Bobby Lights rehearsing, but we ain't seen a model rehearse yet. And I follow her on Instagram as much as she performs as many uh what'd you call them? You know, different interviews and shit that she doing. We ain't seen nothing. Career related. Amara Amara the Denada. This is what we seeing on the show. Denada. And I'm not even saying she's not a talent because she very clearly is and has the record deal, the performances, and everything else to show it. But there comes a point where you have to take control of your career and whoever for this season, when they was because you know they do new contracts for every season. For this season. She should have made sure that her contract included them filming her rehearsing, practicing, recording, you know, on the road and shit like that. Every scene we see from Amara aside from with her mama is her in the middle of some bullshit. Yeah, whether she started it or not, but in the middle of mess. Yeah, Amara la mess. Yes, that's a perfect. That's a perfect one. That's good. And then I guess my last note. Oh, getting to Trina. First of all, Trina need a new team. And if she don't <laughs> see that, I don't know what to say. You cannot be the head of Rockstar Music Group and you don't realize when it's time to cut motherfuckers loose. You yeah. talking about every time you got some big going on, you your team may know where to be found. That means you don't need that team, sweetheart. Yep, and they feel like they don't need you. So Then they feel like they don't need you. They've used you enough to get the connections they need. And now they want to do their own thing. Yep. Especially that Alvin, which oh, that is an ugly Alvin, ass nigga. He an ugly ass that. nigga. And when Trina and when Bobby tried to tell Trina that Alvin was on bullshit and she, he didn't like him for a reason, she should have listened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that motherfucker is trying to do business deals with Trina's own business partner. What the fuck? Using her hey, name. That- Talking right. about he her creative director and shit. When she Artistic said creative director. director of what? And he was like, and he was like, I feel like that's what I am. And it was like, so you just awarding yourself titles, my nigga? <laughs> and telling the world that that's what you are with Trina's name associated with it? Like, well, that, you, and I'm just like, you know you can get sued for this, right? Like, you can't just be using somebody's name to make your business deals. Like, that's not how business works. With that dusty-ass, fake-ass Michael Jackson-ass jacket he had on. The, and no and fucking the, haircut. You are... You are mm, 
Mm. Almost got real rude. (laughs) Don't fuck it. He looked like in Thriller when Michael Jackson turned into the werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it's, it was so weird. And not, and my, but I also have a problem with the way Trina is treating Bobby because it sounds like to me, her own fucking team don't got their shit together, but everything that she sets that she sets up or has planned for Bobby, he's on the fucking money. Yep. Yeah, he is not playing no fucking games. If anybody deserves to have a solid answer on where their career is going, it should be fucking Bobby at this point. Bobby ain't even uh, yeah. in no mess this season so far. He ain't like when the shit happened with Prince and JoJo. He he broke it up and he was like, "Y'all need to chill the fuck out." Yeah, yeah. I, I had this in my notes. Like, I don't know why Trina is keeping Bobby at arm's length when Bobby has music that's ready to go before to go. Trina. Because Trina been making an album for eight or four years. Like, Listen, when Trina said that people pre-ordered an album two years ago, bitch. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I said, oh, okay. So you, you, not, you, the new rapper in TLC, okay." <laughs> <laughs> So a, a scam, okay, okay, I got it. So I'm like, it ain't no reason why people order pre-ordered an album. You pre-order an album like a month or two before it come out. Right. Exactly. So for like, your album not like... to have, for you to be to the point where people could pre-order, but the album wasn't ready. Like, no, sis. Right. Like Bobby yes. shit, it, Bobby shit is ready to go now. He was working his ass off, and you keep him at arm's length. Like Trina, I have confusion. Right. It's like, it's like you've been in the game way too long for you to be fumbling right now, the way you fumbling, like the, yeah. the TNT shit with Trick Daddy notwithstanding, because we see Trick Daddy actively not doing what the fuck he's supposed to be doing, and I feel like a lot of that is just jealousy because he feel like he's not on the same level as Trina anymore, but he don't want to admit it. Yeah, I, for so me, their to- whole thing is jealousy. He's jealous of Trina now. Because her yeah. career has withstood the test of time, and his has not. Yeah, and nor has his body. Right, and of the two, she's the more likable one. Because really, don't nobody really give a fuck about Trick Daddy. I mean, what's likable about Trick Daddy though? He just true. Hmm. Hmm. But what was ever likable about Trick Daddy other than the music? Well, so when he stopped doing his slip and slide productions and making good music. Music that people cared about. Where's your relevancy? Well, yeah, and that's because why you, you're mad, and you don't want to do that fucking album because you don't want to be outshined on an album with Trina. Yeah, and never Trina had to worry is, about that when she just did a verse. And Trina, for her to be her age, so Trina is forty now, and Ooh, I know that right? She's forty, and she has a network net worth of six to eight million dollars which is pretty damn good considering how long ago her first anything dropped right so all these years later however she's doing it trina has maintained her her money and her her wealth and her net worth and all that other shit so yeah i could definitely see trick daddy being extremely jealous when he went from driving six-figure cars to a Honda Accord. Because that one time when they pan to his house, it was a Honda Accord in the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) When you do trick daddery. When you do cocaine Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, Both but I don't like the way, yeah I don't like the way she's doing Bobby. Like if you don't want to sign him to a record deal, then sign him to a management deal. If you're not comfortable with the record deal yet, sign on to be his management and help him find the the record label that's right for him. But trying to keep him in limbo when he's actually working and moving completely different from how he was moving last season, you know you wrong, Trina. Yeah, you did wrong. Yeah, yeah she is. So why are you having all these explosions and yelling at people and all this other stuff? The person who is doing what he's supposed to be doing and has always had your back, regardless, even when y'all was fighting. And yeah. you treating him yeah. like a My, stepchild. Miami tip talking about Bobby got to be loyal to Trina. It's like, how about Trina be loyal to Bobby? Miami tip exactly. is, oh, she get on my fucking nerves. Real she bad. A, she another missing motherfucker. Yes. But God you know what I was? I had this in my notes, and it says that in my notes, I put that baby blue looks like the Hamburglar in an Easter suit. <laughs> <laughs> Not untrue. <laughs> he, just, he just looked like a piece of fat back in the suit. Mm-hmm. A piece so, of <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby fat back blue. <laughs> so yep, yep, yep. Also, I, I just, have to. I, speaking of blue, I I have to say my notes too. He he think he me when that shit blew up with JoJo and Shay just sitting there eat his food. He think he me. I wouldn't have stopped eating my empanada for them two dusty bitches. Nope. Oh, I like I, we already discussed how them empanadas looked amazing not only okay. that but he knew what he was getting into when uh shay asked him to come he knew it was uh potential for a blow up yeah why even why even bother yourself he came right. to see the mess Did he came he to think see the mess and get a meal <laughs> <laughs> and i stand both i stand okay. both <laughs> eating and arguing it's the american way okay mm-hmm. speaking of the american way Apparently Jesse Wu don't know it. <laughs> I, you know who? Listen, I'm so glad we saved this for last. Listen, this bitch. First of all, let me say this because I was, I was, I was tweeting from the show account when I was yes, watching were. it yes, per- and I, purposely. So let me go back to pull up some of these tweets because I had some opinions on her, and I believe I said that. <laughs> okay. Uh, seeing her up close leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, <laughs> she and and got and I I'm sorry, Mike, but I finna throw you under the bus. He was like, "Bob Ben told you she was ugly." <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Wu. Uh, oh yeah, that bitch ugly. I'm like he like I've been told y'all she was ugly under all that banana powder. <laughs> he like that's why if you no he didn't say this but then it, I got to think if you scroll her Instagram you never seen no picture of Jesse Wu without makeup and weave and wigs because without it she looked like the crit people mm. she's a, so she leaves a lot to be desired then slow. cease I need foundation hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She went in there, she recorded that song, which was trash. And them niggas was too nice to tell her. Both facts. Big facts. But that bitch thought she was finna get a free song out them niggas. They like, uh, 
He like, so I, she like, so I can take my song and go. He like, yeah, but you got 35 grand. You know I ain't got no 35 grand. Then why you always be on the internet talking about big bank take little bank and you ain't got it. But I knew you ain't, I knew you didn't have it when you moved your ass back from Miami from the concrete jungle. <laughs> Everybody can't make it in New York. <laughs> Listen. Uh, especially it's now. a reason she's back in in Miami. That it did not just happen by chance. Okay. Because she and used to give all convince. these speeches about moving up to New York broke, and then she finally was making it, and she found the love of her life. Then you end up back in Miami with your mom, with your mammy. Mm -hmm. You end up back in Miami with sister with with Mama Wu, trying <laughs> to get free songs from uh big name producers and shit. That Listen. man said, you got 35 grand? You know I ain't got no 35 grand. He like, well, let me get on up out of here and let you talk to your girl. <laughs> <laughs> how, you, how you got this much shit to say, bitch, and you don't even know the industry you trying to break into? And this ain't your first time either. <laughs> and the bitch is so stupid because like I would listen. I would have told those producers, let's sign sign me to a production deal and let's let's shop around some songs to a label. Didn't one of them say that though? And he said that's how it worked, and she right. wasn't trying to be like, okay, well, let's can we sit down and discuss that aspect then? Yeah, he like this is we've been burnt before. Yeah, and she started with them crocodile tears, and he was and like, they didn't give a fuck. He was like, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, I mean, you need a tissue, but now you gonna you gonna have to go. Now I see why she now I see why she was stealing people content because you can't do shit on your own. Nope, and you don't know how business works. <laughs> business needs. <laughs> listen, that that business needs that. Listen, look, I, whew, I thought it was one of the thirteen ghosts when they put that camera up close to her goddamn face. I was like, ooh. Wait, let me throw this out. I just was on the Ratchet Ramblings account, and there's some, and it's from, it's from MTO, so I don't know how valid it is. But it says that Love and Hip Hop's Rich Dollars and Mariah Lynn are expecting a baby. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It says uh, one person close to the couple told MTO News that she believes that Mariah Lynn and Rich are expecting and plan on revealing their pregnancy at the Love and Hip Hop reunion. They are seriously dating. What? Yeah. Uh, I. I. Uh. <laughs> Uh, mm. I, I I don't even have a comment. I'm so disgusted. I, but Mariah is saying it's not true. But you know how celebrities lie and then they come out with the truth when they're ready. So, but yeah. back back to Jesse Wu being dumb than the motherfucker because I was appalled that somebody who has worked for BET and all this other shit has not taken the time to figure out how that music industry works and those those two those two shout out to those black men not not letting nobody fuck up their bag he said we've been burnt before we've given people songs before and the, the song does well and we don't get anything on the back end we're not finna do that with you sis so you either got the 35k or you got to get the fuck on up out of here she he told her it was yeah. a hard no but it's a no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And her ass talking about, well, I just can't take the song and sell it. I'm not going to do Like, that's literally what they're telling you. Like, girl, what? what? Uh, she was trying to say, I, I mean, I can't just have the song to have it. No. 
girl. No, bitch, that's he not was how like, that you works. You don't own it. That's not how this works. She was like, I it's sang not on, yours to take. She was like, I sang on it, right? So that don't mean it's mine. No, girl. What she really yeah, she thought is. was she thought she was gonna get the hookup because her she been friends with that one dude for a long time. And shout out to him, like, look, we friends, but business is business, and you don't know business, and I do. He was like, the answer's no. Unequivocally. Is it just me or she just really not a great singer, too? She's not a great singer, she's not a great comedian, she's not a a great C star, she's just not great anything. Well. That. I mean, I've never been a fan, but I've never actually invested yeah, I've in never, that shit I've, either. So I've never been a fan either, and she's been given a lot of country for no real reason other well, than you, she's well, not uh she's not fat. I think that's the only thing she's she's not even highly attractive. She's just there in shape. Trying to yeah, she's in she's in shape. That's. What she got going for? She like if you put a if you put like some banana powder on like a workman's boot. Yeah, she's not. When the camera was up close, when she was about to start crying, I was like, "The bitch got a pie face." Oh, I was like, "Is this Skeletor? Like a weird he man? Like what is going on?" Here? Yeah. So. Oh well, Sista, get the fuck on. Sista, 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 no song. <laughs> well we can end things as we typically do when with this black. show is on and that's with Black Ink Crew Chicago listen let me tell y'all it was a lot first of all every day I just realize how fine Ryan really is more and more Yes. That man is that's an attractive guy. But uh yeah, this episode it I was just, a lot. So let's get the the stupid shit out the way. Uh I don't care about Donna Ashley being together. She got she went and got some braces and I'm trying to figure out how you a grown titty woman in the whole marriage and don't tell your spouse you're going to get braces. And the reason was so stupid that Eva Dawn was like, girl, bitch, this don't make no fucking sense. Everything coming out of her mouth was stupid. He was just looking like, I'm, am I really trying to make it work with this imbecile? <laughs> she, so pregnancy do do a lot of bad shit to you. I've seen women who, who've had their teeth, some teeth yeah, fall out. That part but was again, real, but. But the whole reason I want to look good next to you, you ain't going to never look good, bitch. No, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Don is. Soul. <laughs> you know that Don is way. That really pissed me off. That's it. I want to look good when I'm standing next to you. It don't matter what you do, bitch. You ain't gonna never look good in the face. You ugly, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> On that, you bitch, you ugly. All the all the metal mouth in the motherfucking world is not gonna turn you into that bitch. He got pregnant who had the motherfucking miscarriage or abortion, bitch. You ain't gonna never be fine. And I don't care how many purple wigs you wear, bitch. I don't care. I don't care about none of that. You just gonna always look like motherfucking Ashley, bitch. At the braces, you done wasted all y'all goddamn money. Fucking just stupid, bitch. Like 
that you just go always look like Ashley was never going to be nothing more than what the fuck you are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm talking about... I'm talking about Candace saying that for like whole, whole my nigga. Like, I tried to hold it in. I could not. <laughs> I'm talking about I felt no force on every word you said. Once it came out, I was like, let me just go ahead and get this ran off my fucking chest and, and fuck it. Okay, because after last week, y'all already think I'm a terrible motherfucker on top of how terrible you think I already was. So here we are, bitch. You are never going to look like anything other than what the fuck you've been looking like. Okay? I don't care how much MAC NC45 you put on, bitch. I don't care how many thousand dollar braces you get, bitch. You should have just got a fucking Invisalign and went about your motherfucking day. That mother Don was looking at that motherfucker like, I cannot believe this bitch done did this. Like he was so disgusted. His facial expression was so disgusted. Yeah, he, he like was I really lying. don't want to get my dick sucked by a bitch with a mouthful of motherfucking metal. Yeah. And the way oh, she kept smiling and she had that red fucking lipstick on, she looked like that girl gremlin. She did. Yeah. She do that one yeah. that we be using as memes and shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't care how much you could put a you could put all the red lipstick on the pig you want to, bitch. It's still is some swine. <laughs> still go point, bitch. It ain't nothing changed. That bitch is retarded. Like I just did not understand no grown ass woman going to get all the motherfucking braces. The braces were yeah. one thing, but how you just go get braces and don't tell nobody and don't say nothing. And you come up with your hand on your mouth looking like a fucking dingbat. Like, that's like an 18-month commitment. <laughs> yes. People do not have braces for under a year. They tell you it's a waste of money, which is why so many people do Invisalign now. Mm. And here your dumb mm. ass go with whole ass braces. Looking the fuck you, stupid. You always look. gonna look like Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> dumb bitch. That shit yeah. was wild, but but that shout out to stupid. Don, <laughs> shout out to Don for putting them 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 kids first versus going to Vegas to cheat. <laughs> True, you know, <laughs> you know if Don went to Vegas, he was cheating on Ashley again. He was again. gonna cheat, especially because Charmaine was gonna be there with that with that fat sweaty ass and that leopard uh, leotard. And when I say fat, I mean the P-H-A-T, but still sweaty ass in the leotard. <laughs> he would have <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cheated on her. So I'm glad he stayed home for the little boy fifth birthday party at Fun and Stuff. I mean, I mean yeah, I guess. At Dave and Buster's. I just, like, is there a way we can get Dawn without Ashley? <laughs> That's what we need. Because as fine as Don is, I don't care about him being married to Pumbaa. I don't care. When she was an old warthog, she went back fucking braces. <laughs> hey, that's the show title, An Old Warthog. <laughs> HR. <laughs> <laughs> you still, no matter how many braces you get, bitch, you gonna still look like the same old warthog, bitch. <laughs> a warthog that can't suck dick. 
We know that her sex is well, she a little on the freaky side, so I'll take that back because she used to be trying to tie Don up to lick that gooch. So yeah, but she's freaky. He just he just she look ugly doing it. <clears throat> sorry. Well, yeah. Hey listeners. I don't know. I'm not sorry <laughs> yeah. for anything. No. I meant it. Like her shit is definitely like that amateur porn that with the wild titles. Like ugly and it don't be no sheet on the mattress. But I mean, shout out to her. She married to Don and they have I mean, because listen. I too would like to get dog walked by Dawn in the bedroom, but uh, <laughs> ugly bitches get all the fucking luck, I guess. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking of go- speaking of goofy bitches, mm. <laughs> Charmaine, Bella. Oh no, Charmaine set it up for them to go to Vegas to oh, one of the uh, biggest um tattoo conventions there is. And they went, and you know, Charmaine is doing a lot to get back in Ryan's good graces. And I think that's because that bitch knows how how much she orchestrated that whole cat bullshit. Yep. Only yep. for cat what not to saying. fuck with them. <laughs> Only for cat not to fuck with her. So oh, shit, any of them, hell. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cat took her guns and said, "Fuck y'all." But yeah, so uh, Charmaine set that up, and in typical Charmaine fashion, she did not make sure everybody was at the convention on time. After they got there, she had them staying way off the strip because she couldn't find a hotel. So they were in an Airbnb, and then. The house on the outside looked like shit. And so in order to compensate, she hired like a Michael Jackson impersonator. It was just a whole lot of weird ass shit. And then the, mm. the Michael Jackson impersonator was being like hella weird and like popping up in everybody's room like a serial killer when it was time for him to leave. Like I just wanted to make yeah, sure that you was had a creepy. Good night. It was like it was like if you don't get the fuck out of here, what the fuck is you doing? That was uh, very weird. And then they get to the convention, and uh, like I said, because Charmaine is Charmaine, she did not get enough clearances with the health department, so they basically only had two slots for tattooers, and Ryan and Four were not on the list, and so she had Lily and Shine, the guest artist, white boy, um, she had them bumped. And Ryan and Four added so that they could tattoo. She didn't have any advertisement. She didn't have no. She didn't bring no banners. Nothing. They were sitting up there trying to put shirts over uh, over chairs and put the chairs on top of the table as advertisement for Nine Mag. And listen, Ryan was like, he was pissed, but he wasn't like being emotional about it. Like he wasn't showing it, but he was fed up. You could t- <coughs> tell it in his face. In his face yeah. and his in his shit. Even the day that morning when he woke up, nigga had just woke up. You could hear all the sleep in his voice. He was like, "What the fuck is you doing?" He's like, "You sit up here worrying about everybody, but the tattooers. The tattooers are the ones who need to be there on time." 
Yeah, I just don't understand how, again, and this is like, I'm really hoping off the show, Ryan is making better hiring decisions because if your assistants don't know they need to get the fuck up and go get y'all set up for the fucking convention, why the fuck are they there? To me, that's common sense because that's what assistants do. That's what admins do at your job. Your admins are responsible for a lot of the setup and breakdown of shit when shit is going on at the job. So again, these bitches sleeping in and shit, bellow, goofy, drunk, dumb, dizzy, retarded, half mama ass self, sleep in the motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Mama Estrick. Yeah. I just just like, like that girl yeah. mama from uh, Love Me Hip Hop from New York. <laughs> <laughs> mama question it, mark. Yeah. Mm. Like I was just like, what are you fucking doing? Like y'all shouldn't. And Ryan was pissed. Like, so why y'all not up there setting the fuck up? Why y'all Charmaine, here? Charmaine stuttering, trying to scramble eggs. Sweaty bitch. <laughs> yeah, I would. And listen, that that uh, his assistant, the white girl, she just waiting for a chance to pounce. They fucking, ain't they? Cause don't it look like in a preview day in the shower together? Um, it looked like she popped up on him when he was in the bathroom, and she had like a towel wrapped around her, but she still had like a like a swimsuit or a bra or something on. So it's it's hard to. It was one of them things where it's like it looks like they tried to edit it to make it seem. To make you jump to that conclusion, but it didn't seem clear to me. Um, I don't think they are, but I mean, obviously, I feel like she probably wants to. Not only just because it's him, but also because she can, she see an opportunity between uh, Bella being a complete idiot, the other uh, chick being a complete idiot, the one who got the demotion. I don't remember her name now. Brittany. Um, Charmaine is an idiot. Lily is an idiot. She sees a... It ain't nothing but space and opportunity for her. Yeah, because she... I mean, she seems to do what the fuck she got to get done for Ryan. Which when he is, tell her to do something, she gets shit done. She gets it done and she gets it done accurately and in a timely fashion. And don't give him no lip. And don't... And... Bella just mm. <laughs> so first of all, you began the episode with Lily telling us that after your last encounter, basically you getting beat the fuck up at the party, you had to go to the hospital and get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> then you go on this trip, and I'm trying to figure I'm just trying to figure out why they bring Bella everywhere when she don't do shit. Yeah. Like because it feels like she don't do shit to the point where that's why they give her them stupid demeaning tasks like picking up donkey shit at a house party because it's like is you, she, you, you truly don't have any value this is this is a pity job this is charity is the, is she at the walk levels of not doing shit yet she been had walk be cuz she never at least, did shit. at least Walt is a dope photographer yeah she never did shit to begin with didn't we just say that last week? Her first episode, her introduction, she was drunk in a motherfucking head and got sent home. Well, and ever since then, she's done nothing but little menial tasks, washing the windows and shit, mm. picking up boo boo. Mm. 
Listen, <laughs> let me say this. I never seen a group of motherfuckers so desperate to fuck on each other when it's a whole bunch of dick and pussy in Chicago. One of the biggest, one of the biggest blackest cities in the country, and y'all just constantly fucking and sucking on the same six people around the sh- around the shop. Yep, especially Lily. <laughs> Them tamales been everywhere. Because when she revealed that her and Bella hooked up, I was just like, why? Also, so I was watching a recap of this, of Black Ink, this specific episode, or maybe the one before, uh, from Keisha Irvin, and she uh, found a little tea where somebody asked Van in his Instagram comments if he was still at Black Ink, and he replied, yeah, TV Black Ink. Mm. TV Nine Mag, should I say? He's at TV Nine Mag, so he's not truly at Nine Mag anymore. Which we we figured that out already. We've been figured that out because they all have different tattoo shops in their bios on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Um. It's same with New York. Like Young Bay owns her own shop, and uh, the funky mixed girl with the dreads who look like she stink. Uh, Melody. <laughs> <laughs> Melody and Melody and Lalo own their shop together. But yeah. so I don't know, Big Fish. I don't know if I like this. I mean, I'ma watch it for the mess, but <laughs> no us. I mean, you have a better chance of honestly creating a dynamic where you start to chronicle these artists at their own shops and the rivalry and shit like that. Like y'all kind of messed up, messed that chance up when Puma started his shop. And C's had black ink, and then y'all basically moved Puma off the show. But that would have been a lot more genuine than what y'all are doing. It's weird. Right. Or if you want to stay with this TV shop, then just shit, do like an anthology series and every season or every two seasons, rotate the people out and give us some fresh people. But it 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 looked goofy. To have all these people, and we know none of them actually work in that shop because they all got their own. It just looks weird. Now, like you said, we here for the mess because the mess is genuine because their relationships are genuinely strained. But <laughs> I don't know. Knowing the behind the scenes, it just seems a little. Mm-hmm. But I mean, y'all did give us Ryan with no shirt on this episode, so I can't be 100% mad. Also, Lily, uh, Lily may have gotten a little better because I would have beat Bella the fuck up for slapping the drink out my hand. Listen, yeah. Bella, she went like way. Lily might be a Lily might be a little pussy with by Bella because she was like, "I'm giving you all these passes, but that's gonna be the last time you ever slap a cup out my hand." Mm-hmm. In every other situation, she she get beat up first and hey, Lily was later. like, "I'm tired of having to fight bitches for you." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was like, "I'm tired of, I'm tired of de- de- defending you when you went, when you always in the wrong." Which I'm like, "Come on with this self drag, Lily." Well, right. she and the thing is, and Evanita, and we're about to get to her was messy as fuck this episode, but yeah, Bella kicked it off at that uh Halloween party. Yeah, or no, before that, before well, the yeah, Halloween before the, party. Yeah. When they was introduced to Evanita, she was doing the fucking most with the Britney bitch who 
funny enough, that bitch is not there at the tattoo convention, even though a lot of times piercing and tattooing go hand in hand. But whatever. But when you fucking the fuck up, you can yeah. pierce at home. Yeah, but I'm just sitting there like Evanita want all the smoke now, but you started it. Yeah, yeah. And you can't back it up because you keep bitch, you got four stitches over your eyebrow trying to wild out. Did Evanita did, say that when they got, got into the fuck it? up? Yeah, then when they get into it, Evanita said, like, bitch, you already got stitches already because of my ass. Don't get no more. I was like, ooh. No, that was Bella that said that. Oh, it was? That was Bella. Was like, I already got stitches over my eye messing with y'all. I believe it was Bella. Well, she got beat up multiple times at the Halloween party. Evanita beat her up. Some random girls that was at the party beat her up. And then and then, um, Lily had had to drag her ass because she tried to fight Lily. Mm-hmm. You know how three George... ass whoopings one night. I know, right? Thirty for thirty. Mm. The Bella story. Mm. <laughs> Tales of a beat up bitch. <laughs> beat because mm. she got beat up this episode too. Yeah, beat downs of a bozo. She got she beat is. the fuck up. Now, granted, Evanita did a lot at the beginning, like kicking, she did. kicking uh, Bella out of that chair. Like it was like. Four chairs, four empty chairs all around Van. Yeah. And she just had to kick Bella out of that chair and was hella rude about it. Couldn't just be like, hey, I just want to sit next to Van while he's doing his tattoo. Do you mind if I have this spot? She like, get out of this chair, bitch, and trying to dump her out and shit. And it was just like, only this to is do, excessive. Only to do all of that to ask Van if she could have some dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, if you don't quit fucking with me while I'm doing this tattoo, you're going to get sent the fuck home. <laughs> he was like, your service is about to be no longer required. Like, and I couldn't she, believe she really sat there. She really did all of that grandstanding with Bella to sit her dizzy ass down and ask Van, so is your relationship like serious, serious or what? Like, is y'all, is you and Jen together together or not really all like that? And she he's was like, like I got some very serious questions to ask, man. Move out the way, Bella. So is the dick available or not? Like, bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> Why would you do that? Van was so irritated. Like, the one thing I could say is that since Van and Ryan have, um, you know, patched it up, he really trying to be on some professional shit and get to the get to the money on the show. And this bitch talking about is y'all together for real or no? Nah? Like, so when you say girlfriend, do you mean like a, a friend lady? that's a girl or oh. a bitch you sticking your dick in? <laughs> so and he can, I be, so, and can I be the latter? <laughs> and he looks so annoyed. Right. He, and then was, this bitch, she get her big ass up and go take it out on Bella. Mm-hmm. Cause she was trying to talk shit about Van and Bella was like, mm-hmm, girl, I guess I'm eating my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> she like, you tried to, tried to push to me away. out that seat. She like, you tried to push me out that seat only for the nigga to dish you. <laughs> yep. And then Bella tried to walk away. And then Ebonita was kind of, you know, she pulled a whole move cause she pushed her while her back was turned. Yeah, and then I mean Bella got beat up, but I mean she tried, she tried, she did, she tried to defend her honor. Evanita had at least sixty pounds on her, so I get it. That yeah. too. She still, she still the goofy of the week for that shit she pulled the night before the shit at the Halloween party and all that other shit. But 
this time she really wasn't trying to be on no bullshit, but a motherfucker keep pushing you and putting their hands on you and knocking food out your hand and shit. You're going to make me beat you the fuck up. And here's the thing. Uh, Bella ain't even fat. I'm, I'm, a, I'm chunky. And if you knock a plate out my hand, I'm going to beat you the fuck up. Because the chicken looked good. Listen, what, what uh, the when theme they panned to the chicken, I was like, that chicken do look good. Mm. The theme for not this only episode, that, oh, go ahead, Kirsten. so real quick, not only that, but the chicken had to have been good because before Bella started, after she pushed her, when Bella turned around, she licked her fingers first before she started. <laughs> 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 Listen, the so theme, the chicken must have been good. The theme the for this episode was delicious. Is we do not waste food. That is the theme of this episode. We do not waste food. True. Or drink. Or, or that too. Don't knock shit out nobody's hand if you don't want to get beat the fuck up. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what it is. You knock anything out my hand, I'm going to punch you in your face. Well, she tried. I'll give her that. Bella tried. She tried. Mm-hmm. And with all that shit, they started fighting and Ryan just walked away because he was about to lose it. And then Lily was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say shit. Lily was like, she's not like, about to associate with so this sick shit. Of Bella. Bella she's so yeah. sick of Bella. She like, bitch. She that's what happened when you a weirdo ass bitch who just let random people move into your motherfucking house and now you playing now you playing the studs, man, bitch. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you the husband in the relationship and shit. This bitch Bella more emotional than you, more dramatic than you, drink more than you. And got a kid and be making y'all have Disney movie nights and shit. But shit, let me like let me get the fuck out of here. This bitch about to drive me crazy. Shit, the that's why was, the, no, that's no. why Lily had to get a sampling of the pussy. She was like, "Bitch, you need hey, pussy payments for real. <laughs> you done turned my whole life upside down, bitch. You got to, pay with, you got to I take labia uh, payments, <laughs> labia litigation." Okay. <laughs> if you would like to upgrade your package to the clitoris, that's fine. Also, too, and as well. How would you like to pay? Can you make a payment? Because hey, everybody was out. Everybody was in the kitchen like, they must be fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the night before, Lily was just, what, Lily was trying to have a conversation with her better like, you ain't never betrayed me, Lily. I don't know why. What is, like, girl, what? No, yeah, they were saying that that night when they when Lily and yeah. Bella was in the room yeah. arguing, yeah. everybody was in the kitchen like, they fucking. Yeah, and then and that's when Lily was. That's when Lily said, "Yeah, we we hooked up." And I'm just. My question is, how good were the fingers? Because this behavior, <laughs> it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot. Like the whole scene, like Lily was just like, "Girl, what are you doing?" Bella just going full Carl Thomas. I was just, like, what What is going on here? Like who? Mm. That that is one bitch who don't need to drink. I guess when you weigh ninety pounds, soaking wet, your uh, your <laughs> alcohol tolerance is very low. <laughs> and she was uh, to the point where she she act like she Mr. Jekyll. Uh, what is it, Doctor Dr. Jekyll? Doctor Jekyll, and, Jekyll yeah. and Mr. Hyde. Uh, yeah. face. Yeah, like oh, I don't know who that other girl is that be coming out when I'm drinking. Girl, what? What are you saying? It's you, beloved. Put the motherfucking Hennessy down. <laughs> okay. Plain and simple. You don't need to drink shit. You need to go. You sobriety. Listen. Okay. Drink you some motherfucking H two O. L- Call it a day. Okay, and you look like you need it because you don't look like you drink enough water, but you know, whatever. I could tell by uh Bella real hair that she don't drink enough water because when that little ponytail got snatched off, that shit was brittle. <laughs> 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 I 
Bella looked like that motherfucker from X-Men. Remember when they went to that uh that tropical island? What's his name? Sauron or something like that. That that bird thing. <laughs> Fuck, what was his name? The one with that. He had like that weird vision where he could make people do whatever he wanted them to do. I forget his name, but I remember I don't remember his name. Well, he was fucking him the fuck up. Bella As was him. Bella fucking everything. I was just like, I, I actually felt bad for Ryan because it was like, like he really is trying to be more professional and it's just like, I don't know if it's the big fish or if it's just these motherfuckers is really this crazy because he's like, I can't have nothing without y'all wilding out. And then Charmaine not doing what she's supposed to be doing. Half the people can't do what they need to do at the motherfucking tattoo convention. Charmaine and then the- all of that, and this bitch go behind the curtain and go to sleep. <laughs> they looking for her like ain't nobody seen this bitch. She backstage just snoring like a motherfucker. Like, girl, what? you responsible <laughs> for the whole weekend and you go take a nap after you done half ass did your job to get everybody to the convention to begin with. Listen. But you want to be the celebrity concierge. How is somebody supposed to trust you with celebrities and you don't even treat your coworkers like they <laughs> worth shit? Mm. I just like hmm. oh well yeah but that was pretty much it yeah Ryan I mean I know Big Fish but in a perfect world it'd be like Ryan need to go ahead and fire Bella and Evanita like yeah they both can he go. he would he need to have a talk with Van like Evanita gotta go fam fam yeah she's out of here like yeah, this gonna, bitch ain't gonna, she don't even well, work for the shop starting shit in, at the shop. Like you're gonna have to find another avenue to the pussy because that white guest artist looked like a Chucky doll. <laughs> he looked like uh I don't know what it is with X-Men. This is what I get for hitting the vape while we record. <laughs> um he looked like that motherfucker Modoc from Fantastic Four, whatever. <laughs> he got a real square head. He looked like the head from Steve uh, from Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> he got a weird his, he got a toaster head yeah yeah he do he looks he looks soulless like man, I don't know maybe it's just white men in general but he just looks soulless yeah something well, about him is creepy I mean well that's what happens when you don't embrace your whiteness <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> like he has fully embraced that wigger culture uh, you <laughs> that's why he, that's why he looked like that. Because he, he swear he he swear he Paul Wall, and it's like, <laughs> but you not. When you, when, when you do wiggery, yeah, he Listen. motherfucker coming like me. I'm coming down dripping. It's like what? <laughs> Shut your ass up. Like no, sir, no, no, no. It's not even believable. At least with Paul Wall, it was believable. We know where he grew up, right? Speak. Is Paul Wall still with us? He is. Ooh, he's lost cool. a lot of weight and such, and he's uh, trying to, I think, break into the tech world or something like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <sighs> His whole face is ugly, though. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> they not cute. <laughs> well, shout out to a Houston. <laughs> 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 So you saying he got the only good genes in the family? I didn't. I said the whole family. Well then, all right. 
I didn't mince words, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good, luck. good luck, Paul. <laughs> right, he don't need luck. He, he doing his thing. Well, I think that was it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens on the next episode. I don't remember what happened in the preview. Junior coming back. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yes. Reheated enchiladas coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Diego back. (laughs) Muy muy caliente. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Let's end the show before we get more racist. <laughs> oh, shit. oh thank Lake, y'all Latin for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us on our new network. Thank you uh, for taking the time to resubscribe. Shout out to our listeners who are one anxiously awaiting merch and two who have already gone to iTunes and left us new ratings and reviews. Y'all are the real MVPs. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Also, um, be prepared for the t- return of random ramblings uh, as exclusive content where we'll probably get a chance to talk about shit that we don't talk about on the shows, the show, because here we're doing things very professional now and we have a four show maximum. Correct. Uh, we done with three hour podcast. <laughs> we off that. <laughs> uh, also, if you haven't head over to the Patreon and subscribe to the Patreon. All the exclusive content is coming as the network premieres uh, officially. So, patreon.com uh, backslash flawless noises and um, pick, you know, pick your, pick your Patreon level. And I truly believe you'll enjoy it because we did record some exclusive content today. So that's yeah, all we I did. got. And it was bomb. <laughs> You're going to want to listen to that. <laughs> More <laughs> like bombs went off. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to be fair for that because we didn't hold no punches today. So No, we didn't. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I think that's it. Like I said, so the network will be premiering this week, so you'll see promotion and stuff like that. Uh, I believe Not So Newlywed will be returning this week. Yes, Not So um, Newlywed is back. And yeah, and then throughout the month, uh, I mean, Ratchet Ramblers and Gay Side Stories are ongoing. Mama Meets World will be coming back this month, and Crown and College will be making their... Flawless, Flawless debut. debut. And we're going to be in there like swimwear. So we just about it. we putting the final touches on everything. I mean, stuff is available. The website and everything is available. We're just putting the final touches on everything. And, uh, yeah. I think that's it for Ratchet Ramblings. We will see y'all motherfuckers next week. Mm-hmm.